It's by our shirts, and we're, we're talking about racist Kramer already. Racist Kramer. Um, I'm Rain. I'm Dylan. Uh, this is the podcast. I'm so yeah, today. um, like, we're. Fuck! I just uh, talked over you. What did you say? Whatever. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't have a mic stand today. I just said. I'm not oh yeah. Going handheld. Going handheld. Because I mean, why Shit. have a mic if you can't use a handheld mic? I'm gonna go ahead and acknowledge again how deep my voice is um, for for the it's listeners. A nice, voice. I you don't need to worry about it. It's a nice, I I voice. like my voice as well. It is just very deep for a lady, I suppose. Um, yeah, but I mean that changes with time. I'm working right? on what, no estrogen doesn't really like heighten your voice or it what might do your voice box to make that work. It might make it easy. You there is a voice vocal feminization surgery. And it's kind of newer. Um, if you get, because we were just talking off mic about trachea shaves um, or an Adam's apple reduction, which is something that I would be interested in. That doesn't change your voice either. So HRT doesn't change it. Trachea shave doesn't do it. But there is a specific surgery that's like aimed at your vocal cords that can do it. I don't think I want to do that because you can train your voice to be higher. And I have been doing it, but whenever I talk to you or like whenever I just get behind the mic, I just kind of shift into, you know, this. <laughs> what if I make my voice higher so that way you match Ooh, mine? yeah. It, or we could. We can get some echolalia going on. Post, like, uh, post-production kind of thing where we just like... <laughs> Oh yeah. Tune the fuck out of your voice and just raise the, raise the synths a few months, you know, a few bits, and then you just make it kind of fun. Dude, I've been listening to 100 Gex all day, <laughs> and um, like that was something that I noticed from because Laura from Laura Less or Laura Les, I don't know how you pronounce it from 100 Gex. That's what that's what she does. Like she artificially. Uh, heightens her voice using there's like a few plugins you can use i don't i don't think autotune does it i think you have to use like a different pitch shifter or whatever but like the autotune plugin i have on GarageBand does a um seems so obvious it's a so it has autotune but it also has a built-in like it's not a modulator but it is like a um a tone shifter kind of thing so mm -hmm. it'll, it'll do the um like it'll it'll do the auto correcting or like whatever auto tuning yeah. on top of raising your voice pitch. I, I did it a couple times Ooh. just as an experiment, and it works really well. It's what like is it called? Fun. Fuck, I don't I don't know what plugin I'm using. It's I think it's, it's M like... M Audio something. I don't know. I just oh like, okay. I I found that's a brand. Yeah. Um. Is so it's like a VST plugin. It's either a VST or a... That you um, can... So you could use it with any DAW. Probably, yeah. You could okay. use it with OBS. I was wondering if... Because uh, I've been playing around with GarageBand a little bit lately and making, like, some synthy kind of kind of things. Because, you know, I've been on that... I've been on that Gek kick. Um, yeah, I get the Gek kick. I haven't seen the Gek in a while, but I, I do love 100 Geks. They're so just, like... It really... It really just like embodies uh, the the trans experience, I think, because um, because I mean it's music for everyone um, that anyone can enjoy it, but like it, it certain things about it um, just like 
evoke kind of like uh transhumanism like kind of augmenting one's body um to like create something better like yeah no definitely i think i think think it's like the apocalypse of music in a way like it's like this. yeah exactly weird it feels like this weird culmination of like everything music's been doing and it's just like i don't even know how it really goes but it's just sort of like this is what music will end on like when we stop listening to music this is the last thing we're going to listen to when we move into just listening to podcasts or like you know noise canceling just to yeah to i don't i don't know if it's like the... the noise of the factory drone you know or the warehouse drone that's like <laughs> what 100 gex is it's the song right before you cut everything off just so you can hear silence one more time i don't know if it's i don't know if it's the death. ultimate music if it's like the end of music but i definitely think it's where it's headed you know um like who knows who knows where we go from here but this is probably just the beginning of of uh yeah this kind of road that we're gonna go down um i will say 100 gex is really good have you listened to dylan brady's solo stuff i have not i wanted to check that out or uh, i was dylan gonna brady's check that solo out stuff is, is really good um, he's done a lot of production work since that album came out he did um he did a bunch of production work for charlie xcx and the songs mm-hmm. that he did uh, produced for Charlie XCX were really, really good. I'm mean, just like incredible. Yeah, he's got like a ubiquitous style. I think uh, he and Laura Lest like do a lot of the. They they both share like some of the production work, but I think he does like a little bit more, um, at least for 100 Gex. Um, but yeah, he's got a very like. Not just unique, but like. Uh, fuck what is it um just like one of a kind kind of style you know yeah no it's very unique and i feel like it's kind of he's like a trendsetter like he's got this uh yep like what i would love to see is kanye west pablo era like before he did all the religious bullshit and all the trumpy <laughs> bullshit before when he was cool yeah just I like i really like kanye when kanye did life of pablo if we could have Life of Pablo and then like Dylan Brady, Kanye, mind meld, that would be great. So I'd the two so of them literally working together, or like one yeah, of, the, or mean, like, like Dylan Brady kind of covering, like like no, I mean like taking I mean like them working together because like I feel like Dylan Brady would like in the same way that Bonavere did so much for Kanye's like vibe and like song uh, stuff that he did like. Sure. Since, I don't remember when when they started collaborating, but Bon Iver had a bunch of credits on like a bunch of albums that Kanye's done for a long time. Yeah, but if like if you could imagine like that same sort of mind meld, but with Dylan Brady and Kanye, I think that would just be fucking so cool, especially that era of Kanye. I wonder if like if because you know 100 Gex still has and Dylan Brady still have like that kind of indie vibe, you know, like that kind of young buck spirit. I wonder if like being taken under the wing of someone as like huge as Kanye would just like ruin ruin him, you know. I don't I don't <laughs> think so. I mean because they definitely have that young buck spirit thing like yeah. you're talking about, but I think also like I mean they're on a like a somewhat major label, I feel like. I don't remember what label they're under, but they're, I they I were mean, independent. They, they're getting money. No, I don't think so. Well that's I'm gonna look it up. Well that's good. Good for them. I think everyone should have uh everyone should have money. I don't believe in selling out 
Um, because that's like I don't think anyone should be poor. I don't think anybody should be poor. Fortunately, uh, we live in this kind of label. They self-released their debut album. Um, what one thousand gex? Thousand gex was yeah. self-released. And then the remix album, they did they're that. On now. They're on Atlantic. Shit, that is a big label. Hold on, let me see here. Hold on. Here down. It's all I can do. That's good. In Wikipedia, um, one thousand gex. And the tree of secrets. I was reading their. Uh... Yeah, no. Uh, the no... label was Dog Show, Big Beat, and Atlantic. They uh, they did a triple. I don't know how that works, but they did do huh. that. Um, and then it looks like that Dog Show, I believe, is their own label. That's so, yeah. Dylan Brady's. Yeah. Oh yeah, I also wanted to say that I think that. You know, just kind of a vibe for the podcast is that the, this podcast and you and I are kind of like, I want to be like the 100 gex of podcasting. How do you feel yeah, about that? Yeah, I don't that? know how that works, but I mean, sure. I mean, theoretically. No, I'm just fine. like we were saying, like with the with the young buck spirit, you know, just kind of like, I don't, I don't know how much we can experiment, you know, but but we have like that. That kind of ADHD uh, energy, like throwing shit at the wall type thing. Yeah, just hoping shit stick. I sent my podcast to a friend of mine. Um, oh yeah, a great musician from uh, Rocky Face, Georgia. Rocky Face uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention the name, in case uh, he would feel uncomfortable. But I will say, sure. I, he was like, "Oh yeah, you and Rain are doing a podcast, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." So I sent him the link. This person knows my about. name. Yeah, well, he knew your name. Wow. Um, do I know this person? Yeah, 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 you do. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I'll I'll ask you about it later. No, that sounds cool. Elton John, actually. Sounds, holy Sorry, shit! You sent our podcast to Elton John. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna like this. Elton. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm gonna show it to Ringo. Star what if Elton John wrote a song about our podcast? It was like some glammy piano ballad about. <laughs> buy our shirts and listen to it yeah that's, i just wish elton john would do the uh, you know i'd be fine with having an intro song if elton john did the did it you oh know, shit we could get elton. well we are gonna have Can an intro song i'll i'll probably whip something up and yeah, if, we could just start if you don't gex shit, though. You know, yeah you we could let's 100 gex the uh <laughs> the intro music for the for the yeah, podcast we'll like we'll fuck it up i was thinking today how like um the postal service um you know the ben gibbard uh jimmy T tamborelli uh project how they they kind of walked so that 100 gex could run um you're telling me the postal service and 100 gex are related somehow um well yeah because the postal service was like they were they were sending each other stuff they were they were in the kitchen they were in the stew which is short Locked for studio Locked and on. they were Locked in the lab and uh and they were sending each other stuff they were Locked just cooking up ideas on their own yeah i know you don't like the postal service you no, had I mean, they their... got that one song it's fine or like those couple songs they've got I those mean, like, 10 songs that, like, it's called give up it's an eight out of ten record easily 
lyrics. I mean, Ben Gibbard's voice really annoys me. I am thinking there's a sign. I have tried to like (laughs) Death Cab for Cutie, and I did like that one. Oh my god, Dylan. I guess, yeah, Plans. I liked Plans. It was fine, but like, let's be honest, Ben Gibbard's voice sucks. You are killing me. Whining all the time. Oh god. And there's just like this, like I mean, they're like the red hot chili peppers of any music. You know what I mean? Like they're like the red hot I chili d- peppers. <laughs> they are. No, you you said that with such with confidence that I I believe you. I believe you know what you mean. But I just <laughs> like based on feeling, like instinct, no, I, I don't like, quite know. If, like okay, let's say let's say for example, we're um you know, you're at a bar, and. uh <laughs> Famous some hot Thomas hypothetical. Hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? Like, what kind of music you listen to? Hey. They're like in the same way it would be annoying if they were like, Oh man, I listen to this really like niche band, you probably don't know them. I'm like, what band's that? And they're like they're called uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> you know, like if they if they, yeah, they take out this, Red Hot uh... Chili Peppers and they were like they were like, Yeah, I listen to Death Cab for Cutie. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was so interesting of you that you listen to fucking Death Cab for Cutie. Just kidding. I know you like Death Cab for Cutie. They're fine. Yeah, no. I want to say that was me. I want to say that was me when I was 16, but I was kind of... I was pretty aware when I was 16, like, of their their kind of twee status, you know, that they were, like, indie. You know, they were cute, right? I'm going to look up Ben Gibbard's net worth. Um, I mean, they've been touring for a while. I saw, I saw them two years ago. I went to see them, and I knew pretty much every song. Ben Gibbard is worth six million dollars. Holy shit! Well, yeah. indie rock, be damned. You can buy a nice, uh, like one family, uh, home in California for that much. Yeah, you can buy a lot for six mil. You can buy like. 400 homes per yeah i mean you dollars. could you could get a what hassan piker bought that house for like three million right and it's got who it's got hassan a pool Pike? who are you talking who's about? hassan piker you don't is know hassan piker papers or the or whatever those new <laughs> he might be out? i don't know he's associated with the young turks uh he oh, he's yeah, okay. one of the, the he's one of the biggest twitch streamers um and, and he's a he's a socialist right um, cool. Good for him. And uh, where's the money come from, huh? For exactly. Socialism. Where's it come from? See, you're already it comes from my pocket. That's it's a shame from. you're off of Twitter because your your contributions right now would have been so like appreciated I, to the discourse uh, a few weeks ago. Like, a few months ago, Megan was like, "Yeah, you know, you probably like do pretty well on Twitter now. Like, you, you got some hot takes." Yeah. You probably you have more followers than me in like two weeks. No, because I would meet. I just. The thing is, Rain, so here's a good example I'm going to bring up. So I've been trying to write this text message to a certain professor of mine from my college, mm-hmm. asking for some advice, and I keep writing it down, and I'll send it to Megan, and she'll be like, yo, you, do you realize that you sound so depressed and like nihilistic when you write this? Like, the way you sound in this email that you're trying to send just sounds so <laughs> nihilistic. professor said this? No, Megan did because I oh, I, I, I sent her to proofread it and I was like, does this sound cool? Like, would he like take this well? And he was like, and she's like, no. She's like, no. Honestly, this sounds really dark. You are in a bad place. And oh I was my like, god. True. And honestly, the thing is, is that that's true. And 
if yeah. I was on Twitter, it would be like that, but more instantaneously, and it would be so bad. You know what I mean? For you bad. or for or for the audience? I think I'd just say things I regret. You know, I think I would just like. Oh yeah, I, I but that. I mean, I that's the game. Like a more internet person. Mm-hmm. And. And then you retired. Yeah, I retired from Twitter and I don't really post on Instagram either. So it's just like, I don't know. I just don't think that would be good for me at all. Well, I mean, that's a, uh, I, I would trust Maybe that feeling. I'm not going to, I'm not going to push you to do anything that you don't want to do. Um, what should my at be? Cause I don't want to use not the dead poet anymore. What should my app be? If I got back on Twitter, um, at Dylan Thomas, I'm sure no one has that. Yeah, I'm sure the the dead poet. <laughs> um, uh, it should be Long Schlong Thomas. Long Schlong. Long Schlong. Hello, I'm Sean Connery. Would you like to long see schlong my Long Schlong? Would you like to slob upon my Schlong? I I don't like the fact if you're gonna do you don't like do it Sean Connery you need to do Hunt for Red October Sean Connery I don't want to hear anything less than Hunt ah for Red yes October. I've never seen that film never seen Hunt for Red October no I've never seen it are you fucking kidding me no it sounds stupid uh, Tom Clancy is a terrible person why is Tom Clancy a terrible person Why are you <laughs> I don't I don't Tom know Clancy? I couldn't beat those games those games were really hard to figure out. No, okay, so this is a Except side for Splinter Cell Double H and that game rocks. To your um to your voice you were just doing of, of Sean Connery. So my boss um listens to exclusively AM radio. Um when wow. I drive his work truck I thought a lot. AM frequencies were illegal. I don't think so. They cause cancer. AM frequencies do? Mm-hmm. And it's totally cool. real and not something I just okay. made up. I'm getting cancer then because I listen to a lot. I'm <laughs> getting <that> cancer. <laughs> uh, I was going to anyway, but now I'm definitely going to. Um, Quit yeah, cigarettes no, um, and. <laughs> I listen to I listen to a lot of talk radio in his truck because I just drive his truck back and forth to places to pick up material and whatnot. Oh, okay. For stuff. He's not like taking you on long drives where you stare wistfully well, we out the we window. Do actually, we do actually go on long drives. We went. Um, That's cute. We go on long drives all the time because he's like we just hang out a lot. I don't know why we hang out so much but we do and um it's because i'm really trying to keep this job but anyway uh we do and i listen to this guy there's an am radio guy for nevada or reno or wherever and he has the best voice yeah and i'm just like fuck dude i don't have a good radio voice is but it just like, like bassy and like hey my name is uh well hello and uh we're here live today at Reno, Nevada. Anyway, I was listening to the news earlier, and and I like I'm doing such a poor um, imitation of it because it's just it's deep, and it sounds like he smoked ten thousand cigarettes. You know, it's like Damn. it's got that that kind of like that trail, a little rasp, and it's just it's smooth but raspy, and it's beautiful. Like I wish I had his voice, but I don't. That used to be the radio way. Like so many people, even today, in radio smoke cigarettes, and and it's weird because it's like you'd think you would want to protect your voice and like not damage it, but it's like the effect that cigarettes have on it. It 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 just creates that. No, oh, there's that sweet spot right before emphysema where your voice sounds so good for radio. Right. You know, it's, it's, uh... like, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like when you're 
it's like whittling you know like you're you're just you're just peeling yeah, and then you're scraping you much off, and that's the emphysema yeah and then you make it too thin and uh yeah. right exactly you uh yeah, you take you just too much of a big swath and then yeah if you do it too much you gotta talk out of one of those like drive through things that that you press to your neck that makes you sound like a robot yeah. uh, actually what i sounds do like a robot CPR it doesn't sound like a drive through it's called a stoma uh is what the little hole is when you have emphysema and actually there's yeah. a way of giving cpr well, there's a lot if, of uh, stomas has um if a person has uh, emphysema and they, you know, have cardiac arrest or whatever, and you give them CPR, you can actually blow you have on to... that hole. Oh, my God. You can blow on that. You can put your mouth to the hole and go. <sighs> you can blow CO2 into it. So, um... so is your mouth just like purely cosmetic at that point? Or is there just like an additional air hole in your body that's just like right in the center of your neck i don't know how that shit works i mean i imagine probably just i don't want to know how it works this is um this part has gotten fucked up so this is your primary hole and this has probably become secondary so if you were going to blow into it for cpr you would want that because that is your primary hole now it's before your mouth do you get that thing where like if you think about shit like that too hard it's like you can feel like a spot in your neck where it's like "Eh, i don't like it yes i can and I, i don't think about it too much for that reason see this is the kind of like dark intrusive thoughts i tell you about like i i worry about like my mind going to certain places because i'm like oh what if i what if my brain convinces me that i have a feeling i've straight up had that happen and i thought i had cancer for four months so Uh, yeah yeah i mean i've done that too i thought i had like multiple sclerosis uh fucking i don't like crohn's disease sort of like I just don't like I like stimulating things. Like I like caffeine, for example. Yeah, of course. Caffeine does not ever push me to go into the dark places. But if I have to slow down long enough and yet am fully like having thoughts, then I'm going into a really bad place. That's why I can't take time off work, honestly, is because I'm in such a bad place mentally. Yeah. Like a few weeks ago I like spiraled out because it was like shortly after we had it was like a few weeks ago when we had like a phone call or like a discord call that that wasn't the podcast we were just talking and like later that day i think and uh later that day i was just like i had the day off i had the whole weekend off and i was just playing video games and i had another cup of coffee so that i could like enjoy the day and, and and like I don't know, have some time to myself. And then it was like, it was like, what am I doing? I have nothing to do so I can do whatever I want. And then I just felt like paralyzed with, with all the freedom that I had. I'm like, fuck. Cause I get so exhausted from work. And and, and then, yeah, I just ended up going like, uh, like going, going too much inside yeah and uh and just thinking about like where i am in life and you know how i'm not really where i want to be and where and getting to and i'm not sure if if i went 
to a place where I thought would be better if I would actually be happy, you know, or if I would just yeah, be, totally. if I would just experience like the same shit and, and go like, Oh, I need to do something else. I need to do something probably, different. You know, we're probably just depressed. I think, I or, think that's probably or, or ADHD, you know? Both. Yeah. I mean, but that feeds into it. Antidepressants help that, you know, like if I like, do they though? <laughs> I'd probably be better off. If I, I feel actually, like there's like, a. Had, if I had like a psychiatrist. I'd probably be better off. I mean, to be honest with you, you don't know what I mean? don't be like. Don't you though? You have like a therapist, right? I have a therapist, but she doesn't prescribe me medication. Oh sure. So yeah. Yeah, I've been like thinking that. again about because the past couple weeks have been pretty good, like for my mental state. I guess yeah. like I still feel like tired. Um in my body and stuff, but I haven't been in like, I haven't gone into that crisis mode, I guess where, where it's like, Oh, I got to do something or else I'm going to blow. Um, like I'll kind of, the pendulum will kind of swing that way. Like I'll kind of get near that, but I, but I seem to back off and, and it's like, I, and, and I don't want to say like, Oh, I'm never going to be there again. Um, so like, I definitely wanted a therapist when I was there a few weeks ago. Um, and, and now that I feel kind of okay, I, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. Maybe it's like two things at the same time. It's like, oh, I, I, I don't really feel like like therapy is an immediate issue right now, but it's like, maybe I should probably get one so that it doesn't become like a huge issue again in the future. Or if I am having like trouble in the future, I'll have, you know, I'll already have a therapist or something yeah. that I can, that I can talk I mean, to. That's always my logic is like, I just have a therapist. Like I just, you know, it's an X amount of money. It's, it's money out of my budget, but it's like, Right now, I'm not consistent at all. But even if I was consistent, having like a therapist every two weeks, you know, every week yeah, or whatever, yeah. every three weeks, it's just like a great guidepost to really make sure like your consistency is there, you know, like in, in, yeah, in rather than being two weeks, fluid up probably... because I think that's the thing is like there's this idea of like fixing an acute issue, you know, like, oh, I'm yeah. I'm having an issue where it's like, oh, I'm I'm like extremely depressed or whatever. Or I'm having this thing, and that's not good. And you need a therapist for that, right? As a sort of a way to mend that situation, but then as a way to kind of continue that continuity in a more of a maintenance way, um, you would want that. You would want that therapy at least on a semi regular basis, because that's like, I mean, even if you don't have problems to deal with, a therapist is a great way of like displaying your thoughts in a way that's more accessible to you like that's what i always find with right with, and i'm not even good at therapy necessarily because i'm really bad at like doing the things that my therapist like tells me to do but nice. um you know and even even the fact that the thoughts like she's able to put those thoughts there for me and like give me solutions is like a super useful thing and like i've never found anybody to to do that and also i would say like the fact that like if you pay money for a therapist there is a certain amount of like it's one of the only places that I feel like truly capable of being open in a way that I'm not I'm not open with almost anybody else. Like yeah. I'm not open with Megan or you or anybody in the way that I'm open with my therapist. Sure. And 
it's just a it's like a weird it's a weird thing but it's like you're paying for that level of privacy and that level of yeah that's true and you don't have to deal with like if you you know sometimes there's consequences for telling people certain things right yeah i mean you can be like yeah in the only consequence you would ever really have with a therapist is if you like murdered someone Uh, sure and then they well i gotta report obligated to right exactly but other than that you're pretty good with like you can tell them anything you can be like i you know want to beat my head against a wall for an hour because i'm just so upset and it's just like you know it's a great that's a great thing to have to be able to tell someone a feeling like that a very uh, you know angry or a very dark feeling and have that person be like, oh, like, let's talk about it. Let's Validate figure something it. out. Yeah, like, and work it out with you. Yeah. You do some mindfulness or you need to do some gratitude or you just need to like. Yeah, because I was. I was r- so fucking hard on yourself. <laughs> I was writing the other day about that. I do kind of want to approach therapy with with a goal in mind, I suppose. Like, yeah. uh, fuck, what was I? I wrote it down, I think. Um, you did. You wrote it, um lack of focus and my troubled relationship with sleep um ah. the, yeah i feel like focus is is a big issue for me like i can kind of focus is so fleeting i think that i can really only focus for at most like 20 or 30 minutes and then it seems I mean, like kind you know, of a that's battle like, that's one of those adhd things where it's right. like um so I'm going to tell you right now, just in my personal experience with ADHD and therapy and um, medication as therapy. Do you know for sure you have ADHD, by the way? Yeah, I was diagnosed with ADHD. Really? Um, Fuck. It, yeah, it's not hard. If, if you... Okay, so you are a trans woman. But yeah. um, statistically, uh, they diagnose the fuck out of people born as men or any of those kinds of, so like uh, like for me it was easy as shit to go into a doctor and be like interesting yeah so i got i can't focus i can't read i can't do this i can't do that i can't do that and i was like i was given adhd medication with like two weeks because it's just wow. like my gender is is very accessible for that kind of thing because adhd is the profile for adhd in the dsm was written specifically for men Boys. so it was like yeah. when they when they took the dsm they wrote down the characteristics of behaviors based on statistics and um surveys and such and case studies they m- only studied boys so the profile for adhd in the dsm is male adhd male presenting adhd so i, no I like, hit the I hit the I hit the bar every single fucking time because hmm. it's like a very easy thing. So it, it, that's one of those things where it's like focus and stuff. When you have a psychiatrist and you work with them, and maybe you do therapy or you have a secondary therapist, um, you will hit that very easily. You could pres- you could describe any of the symptoms that you have, and they would, they would just hand. Well, that's a that's a bit of a relief. Yeah, I'm concerned about like going to yeah like a psychologist or or like a neuro uh fuck fuck um so uh, yeah like a psychiatric evaluation or whatever and then like trying to i mean i i guess i can't just say like oh i think i have adhd because i think a lot of people are because of the internet are are like doing that right now um because i don't want to like medicine shop or whatever but 
yeah i almost feel like i've done too much research like at at a certain point that it, that it's like oh i feel like this medicine would help me but it's like i also don't well, know I mean, if i should just there's there's nothing wrong with going into a psychiatrist with a goal in mind of yeah. what you need and what you need obviously they might have some sort of expertise and that's great but also your research in to a certain point is very valid and having your research at hand and being like i've done a lot of reading about adhd i've asked my parents about how i was when i was a child i've done all these kinds of things yeah. um having that information to show that person is like a thing and in symptoms are okay. always the first thing you want to talk about because it's like i can't focus and i can't do this and i can't do that and i can't do this of like i can't focus i can't read i can't sit down i fidget all the time i do all these kinds of things yeah. i have a very like um you know like regimented plan how my day goes and if it goes wrong then i kind of freak out because <laughs> i you know like i can't i i need my routine to survive these kinds of things like those are all very the profile of adhd right or the po profile of neurodivergence totally. at the very least and it's just like you're you will get treated the way you need to be treated and that's right. a thing so all right yeah, but then so you anyway, gotta spend. Then you gotta spend money. And it's like, yeah, you do gotta spend money, and you know, insurance is the thing. That's what I'm telling you. You gotta become a teamster. Uh, oh yeah, teamsters got fucking great health insurance. My friend's mom is a teamster, and like, and then you gotta do a shitty job, so and it's good. like I have a yeah, I shitty mean, job you got that, that fucking pension. You got that fucking. If you're you got if they decide to pay it, no, they'll pay it. <laughs> fucking watch them i was reading okay. i was reading a thing uh, today because like i had always thought that like a 401k was clearly like superior to a pension plan uh, and how is I, it superior in any way shape or form and then i saw well uh, yeah i, 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 I had that challenge today well because a 401k is like the money's fucking there right it's in an account right but you can't access it out. like if you'd live okay so this is my thing with 401ks is Okay, yeah, great. I got a 401k. I got a million dollars in my 401k, let's say. I Good for you. Lavishly. Damn. Retire no, right I now. I don't have a million. This is this The fuck? You lied to me? Yeah, I just did lie to you. I God just did. I'll lie again. I'll lie again. The sky is orange right now, Rain. Look outside. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not true. It's again. black. Why'd you believe me? Because I told you I'd lie. Because you you're my that. friend. Anyway. I trust you. Well, you shouldn't. Don't fucking trust me. Yeah, I'm never going to ever again because of these good, two good. sequential lies that you this just is, told me. Life lesson. This is one of those school hard knocks life lessons that Squ I just taught you. Wait, you squar what? School of hard knocks. Oh, I thought Don't you said me. you like blurred the words together so it sounded like squard knock. <laughs> squad knock. I'm squad knock. No, um. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, I'm squad knock the ogre. The Learn my teaching. Is that you run out of the money that you put into it. So eventually that money goes away. If you only have. Well, yeah, well, the bird. Well, $1,000 in your 401k and you start taking out of it once you turn 65 or when you retire or whenever, you eventually run out of that money. Okay, that uh, that is. So I would rephrase that. You're right that the having a 401k it places the burden on the employee to have a plan 
to have their own retirement plan, whereas a pension plan puts more of the burden on the employer for, you know, paying out. Um, right, like, because I can live to be 300 years old and my pension will not stop paying me. That's the difference, is that when I retire, my pension goes until I die, not until I run out of money. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, the main difference. Uh, for me. My only issue have, is... Oh. I got a 401k and a pension, so it's like I have I have the Well dream. Lottie freaking da I have an IRA and an old and an old four oh one K that I may or may not be able to roll over into my IRA. Um but I have yeah. I'm gonna get an IRA. As soon as I have uh they go up in scale, I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get an IRA. My concern well. my concern with the pension plan is that y that I, I was looking up today that if you can sue someone for not paying your pension, because like what what if they just decide not to not to pay you anymore? Right, right, right. Um, like I know you have a contract or whatever, but like also if the you know what if the company goes bank bankrupt or like defunct or whatever, like if the company runs out of money and they literally can't pay you, then like so, where where's the money? Like a four hundred one k to me at least is like I there's security in that the money is there in an account, um, right. and, and no, it's I like do, I I mean I think the the difference would be is that, um. So a pension, like with my pension, since it's a union pension, mm -hmm. my union would have to go defunct for the pension to stop working. And then the at that point, right. I may be wrong about this, but the AFL-CIO, which is sort of the overarching organization that has control over uh, or stock in all the other unions, right. would then probably have to do something about that. I don't know for sure. That's just me speaking out of my ass, but I would assume that's how that would work as far as a hierarchy. So even if my union, the U the UA, the United Association, bottomed up in the next 40 years, by the time I retire, um, I believe that my pension would still be covered under something like that because it would be it's a national pension, so I have a national pension. Yeah, pension. I would assume with a with a union, especially a trade union, you know, someone who is an entity that is designed to protect the interest of the laborer, that that would like I would I would be less concerned there. But if it's a private corporation's like pension plan, I would. Oh yeah, fuck that. I, don't I, trust that I mean, yeah, it it depends on it depends on the organization, the entity, like who's making the promises, like what kind of contract there is. Like it's not. I mean, yeah, with a four hundred one k, it's more that that yeah, it 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 it's money. And it's kind of the, yeah, like I said, the burden is placed on the employee, the account holder to like have a plan for, for the money that is there. And, um, and, and I mean, I, I'm like an independent contractor and probably th that's the future that I see for myself is like always being a contractor, like always hustling, I guess. And, uh, so like, that's kind of the life I've resigned myself to is that like, I have to make my own money and like hoard it and like have some kind of plan for how I'm going to like make the numbers add up at the end of the day. Um, no, I mean, absolutely. and it's, the, I mean, that's the constant push and pull of just like, I've, I've given away certain things so that I have the security and you're not giving away those things and in turn don't have the certain amount of security that I have. And it's just always a push and pull. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Individual at the end of the day. And, and, but that's really that's just where I am right now, um, as well. And like, I'll probably keep going this way, like keep living this lifestyle, or or yeah, what I don't know if it's a lifestyle or or just like lifestyle like a theory of existence for the fucking hellscape that we're in but i mean i would uh, i i'd be fine changing like if i if i was in a solid union like of course i would take like a solid pension plan and like uh but i don't know i just don't yeah i i just don't know where i'm where my life is headed i guess <laughs> That's so why I'm saying you need to be a New York City Teamsters Joint Council 16. I'm looking at their website right now. It's amazing. Look at this. This website is incredible. What is it? It's beautiful. They got um. They got wow. They got a lot of locals. They got they got like 25 local, 30 locals on this website. The New and York man, Teamsters. Oh yeah. Is yeah, the Teamsters they're, website? They're ass. No, it's. I'll send you the website. Teamsters. put it in the chat. Slash locals. Hold on. Hold on a hot second. Just calm down. It'll be okay. It's going to be fine. Okay. Teamsters, you can be a UPS person. You can be a fucking box truck driver. You can work for the film industry. You can I don't want to carry things. Well, you don't got to carry things. You can drive a truck. I want to be a scientist. No, I don't want to be a truck driver because there's not going to be any truck drivers in about 10 years. That's bullshit. There's going to be truck drivers forever. I I don't know. This self-driving thing is probably going to catch on. Horseshit. Once you have enough it's people horse die, shit right now. People are going to die, or... and but they're going to die at a much lower rate than like humans driving cars. Well, I will trust a once every car on the road on methamphetamine who is doing sixty hours awake <laughs> to get that fucking cross-country haul more than I will ever trust. Elon Musk's robot trucks. Okay? Uh, and you only and you only it, don't I'm trust it because you associate it with Elon Musk. And the way it is right now is a truck driver. Okay, we're not really best friends to be honest with you. I knew him at another job. He's a really goofy guy. He's like kind of like wayward, but anyway, his name was Baba and he drove a truck <laughs> and he did a lot of math while he drove Wow, a truck. truck driver named Baba. Fucking terrible person to be honest with you but he was my friend and i just you know and you trust this person with your life on the road and the life of others i saw the face you just made motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) no that's the thing that i try when i get on the road when i get on the interstate and i'm going down 80 80 that's the big highway here in town but i'm going 80 and i see a truck driver and and they don't hit me and they don't run off the road because they're asleep or they're on too much meth and they just see, you know, they're hallucinating or something. You know what? Job well done. High five. No, it is, it is magic it's, in a way. It, the the it, way it, that like it's not. It's fine. It's, it, I don't even care at that point. The fact that not everyone every day is dying in car accidents is pretty magic and pretty like. Um, the fact I, I, I haven't died in a car yet is honestly pretty incredible because cars are so fucking dangerous. They are. Like, it's. I think about that every time I get in a car. I'm like, this could be it. Like, this this yep. could be the one. Yeah, and you're right. Statistically, it could be. 
Um, and but yeah, like once every car on the road is a self-driving car, like why? Like much less people are going to die. Robot starring fucking Will Smith. I don't want every car to be self-driving. I don't like that. What? Stop it. What? Do you, why don't you like it? It's objectively better. No, it's not objective. How is that objectively better than us driving cars? You, you no, stop it. Because I don't you, like where you're going. You're emotionally attached to driving cars. I am emotionally attached to driving cars. Exactly. Also, you can't see. You see. <laughs> you I am. I am. I am attached to it. Years. But people will still be able to enjoy the experience of driving a car on like private tracks or things like that. So you're telling me that that the or public tracks there will be like public spaces for people to operate cars, and you'll have to do it at your own risk. Okay, so what you're telling me is your whole theory that you just laid out here is that as soon as we have self-driving cars, the government will <laughs> will build will build public tracks for people to leisurely enjoy driving cars because the government's so good at doing things for the people anyway at this point they built libraries they built free they interstate highways libraries. libraries are going out no one goes to libraries anymore what are you They're talking about <laughs> <laughs> every place has a public library that's like filled to the every fucking brim with books there that there are there are dozens of politicians why did you leave the frame every I had to plug in the computer. Just oh, stop. Okay. <laughs> the point is, is that public libraries are are dinosaurs. That I know there are politicians with big, big snipers. Let's say, for example, we're in Jurassic Park, okay, and we're walking. This, this old dinosaur is walking across, and he's like, "Oh, I just got to oh, get to the other side." Oh, park. Roar! He's just walking, and there is a there is a stupid. I don't even care what side of the aisle you're on. It's either one. There is a politician in a safari outfit with his little safari hat on with a sniper, a sniper rifle. I'm going to I'm going to imagine it's Colin Powell just for the sake of yeah, Colin Powell, Colin Powell. His last dying wish was to kill library. <laughs> kill. I mean, I don't know if anybody. Oh was, my that god! That was actually a big thing. You heard it here first. Uh, you hear you heard it here first, folks. Sorry, kind of a word jumble. Colin Powell wanted to kill libraries. That was Colin Powell's next move. That was his next Iraq war. Was killing all libraries. Is he going to stand in front of the United Nations and and say like, based on my research, libraries are silly. Libraries have weapons of mass destruction, and I believe we need to invade. Libraries um, bought uranium have, from I have, Iran. I have, I have evidence. I can't show you the evidence. I can't prove it to you. I cannot even show it. No, he he like stayed awake in the fucking like he stayed awake for four days. Him and his buddies they had a little sleepover and they were like, we read the dossiers. Like, I was in a uh, I was in a class the other day and these fanfic dossiers. No lie, like I thought at this point everybody was kind of like assumed, um. You know, like the Iraq war was like a bad thing and we shouldn't have done it and like all this kind of stuff. And I was like in a class the other day and the teacher was like, well, the Iraq war, we went over there because they had weapons of mass destruction. And I was oh, like, wow. Are you fucking, you believe that? Like matter of factly. kidding me? Damn. He was like totally serious. He was like, oh my like, God. I know. My son went over there. And I was like, I don't give a shit if He's, your son went he over there. He saw the weapons. <laughs> 
Like, I don't give a, listen, Rich, I don't give a shit if your fucking son went over there or not, bud, all right? Doesn't matter. They didn't have the weapons. Yeah. You can't show them to me. Ugh. Anyway. I mean, they, they like, said publicly that, that it didn't have the weapon. They were like, we do they were not. like, we fucked up. We made God. a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. I mean, we're still there, but but they don't have the weapons of mass we destruction. The whole any... the U.S. has no presence in the Middle East. What are you talking about? Um, are you hypnotizing me? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to brainwash me right here on the podcast? Look at my finger. See it? <laughs> we're mm -hmm. not in the Middle East. The U.S. has. We're not no in presence. the Middle East. You're getting sleepy. I'm and getting you sleepy. Up, you will know that the U.S. has no presence in the Middle East. Hmm. Anyway, um, yeah. So anyway, were were you going anywhere with Colin Powell killing dinosaurs like like the public libraries? Oh, like in Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, I I would just say that Colin Powell was a bad person, and um. Yeah, but like the public uh, libraries, were you trying to make any kind of oh, yeah, overarching point, point on that? that uh, the government is somehow going to make public tracks for people to leisurely drive and remember the good old days when they could drive their own cars. And yeah, like maybe there'll be like a little racetrack at the park, you know? Automatic driving cars are just one more step towards dystopia and the uh, robot singularity. And I, I don't think they're necessarily dystopian. I think that's utopian because one of the major... How is that utopian? Because poor people still well, won't be able to afford Because it's those. dystopian that we're fucking killing people every day with, like, battering rams made out of steel. Yeah, cars are, I guess, are kind of dystopian. Self-driving cars are more dystopian. But they're, how? The they're literally less dystopian than regular cars. Evils is cars that you have the freedom to accidentally run into somebody and kill them, okay? That's the fucking difference. I mean, I guess the clear you answer here is that there shouldn't... Uh, did you not watch the movie iRobot starring Will Smith? Um, I did when I was 11 years old, and I oh, saw Shia LaBeouf, and I'm like, oh, even Stevens! Very, I think it's got some very prescient information for you. <laughs> I mean, I've read some of Isaac Asimov's book. I don't give a shit if Isaac Asimov wrote the book or not. Watch the movie with Will Smith. It's much better than the, the book. book is, uh, the book is very episodic. It's uh, little short stories about about what if there were robots and they could think listen, like people. Listen, Will Smith is so much better than Isaac, Isaac Asimov ever was. Okay, Will Smith. Will Smith, first of all, Man, was in I Am with Legend. the hot takes. <laughs> Will Smith was in I Am Legend. Another Isaac banger. Not. Another banger Will film. Smith was also in Hitch. Um, uh, that and, that and that Isaac is a Asimov banger. Was not. Um, Will Smith was in uh, the Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, Isaac Asimov was not. Will Smith was in Bad Boys, and Bad Boys Two. Isaac Asimov again was not. So until you show me Isaac Asimov's fucking stellar filmography that can fucking beat Will Smith's filmography into the ground, I don't give a shit about Isaac Asimov. I wonder Will if he Smith, was in any movies. Much superior to Isaac Asimov. Yeah, sure. Isaac Asimov wrote Foundation. Whatever. Boring book. Don't want to read it. Would much rather watch I Am Legend, Hitch, Bad Boys 1 and 2, and I believe there's a 3. Yeah, uh, it's like Bad Boys Forever or something like that. I think it came out recently. 
yeah, yeah. Isaac, uh, yeah, uh, Isaac last, last thought on the on the subject of self-driving cars. I mean, the obvious answer is that we should be like building more sustainable like public transportation, and like everyone should be using public transportation. Or we could just walk everywhere. I think that's fine too. Yeah, just walk from New York to California, from California to China. That's how they used to do it in the good old just days. Just build big ass back, bridges back, uh, in between back countries. Nineteenth uh, century. No, we should we should accelerate globalism. Uh, we should all like we should be a united globe. There should be no more countries, except in the sense of like kind of kind of like vague uh, cultural identifiers. Um, well, and those will just fade away with time because we'll just become one universal place. Yeah, I mean that's my idea for uh, built for the way the built. For, for commerce we're so close to time but i have to pee really bad i'll be i will be yeah, very just, quick just, I have to pee as well so i'll be right back okay cool rain's not here on the podcast yet but i just want to let you guys know that we're actually uh we're actually live right now um i hope rain doesn't edit this out because rain does all of the post-production on the episodes, but I just want to say, um, coming from the great state of Nevada, northern Nevada, to be specific, that it's getting cold. It's getting much colder, and we should all be bundling up, wearing the proper amount of jackets, proper amount of headgear, proper amount of hand gear gear and I would say also to uh, make sure your thermostat is turned up don't be afraid to use that heat even if perhaps there is what we would call a energy crisis going on right now in the country and is there? Uh, power is going up your heating bill will probably go up your gas bill will probably go up but use it anyway because I would rather you listener listeners however many of you I'm talking to at this moment in time, to not be cold, but to be warm. So you know what? Go ahead and turn that heat up. You turn up that heat, you make that hot cocoa, you snuggle up because it's going to be a long, horrible winter. And I just want you to be as comfortable as you can be. Anyway, Rain's back. Hello, Rain. Hello. Wait, talk again? Talk, talk, talk. Okay, Hello? yeah, that, that was better. You were talking yeah, into... Yeah, this mic has, like, one side you can use, and then one side it wasn't, so I was talking on the wrong side of the yep. mic, so that whole little <laughs> interlude that I just did was probably just out of, like, shit, but, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I need to make a little, like, I need to put a sticker right here or something. You could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, so, so hold on, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold Pu- on. Public transit... Public transit, yeah, you know, self-driving cars. High-speed rail. Your pro-self-driving car, I'm not. I mean, I guess we just have differences, and that's how it's going to be. Um, so I, I, I hope that doesn't just divide any, us too anything much. that'll that'll make less people like die unnecessary deaths. I think is cool. Well, I mean, you have to look at it this way: that if enough of those self-driving cars crash because of hackers, or because of like. You know, like, you know, you got to think about it this way. Like, you know how many people, like, crashed Zoom meetings during the pandemic? (laughs) That kind of thing. Just imagine that on, like, more of, like, a self-driving car scale. I don't know if people were getting 
I don't know if anyone was getting hacked or if they were just leaving the invitations open. No, I think they hacked into it, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know enough about it. To... No, I had to be like. A I mean, pro. I can talk out of my ass. But... I like to imagine that like these like Zoom hackers were like genius seventeen-year-olds, just like the smartest seventeen-year-olds you ever met. Yeah, and I they mean, were so good at breaking into Zoom. I don't even know how you do that. Like, I don't know how any of that works, but they could break into Zoom, and they could just be like. Wah! you know whatever zoom i don't know what zoom hackers do i don't know what zoom crash i guess zoom crasher is the yeah term, computer but... language is very elusive to Hold me on, i'm gonna do a i'm gonna do a, an ask uh into the room real quick megan what were uh what were zoom crashers doing were they doing anything interesting so they would say illicit shit they would they would show pornography do they do any like because that would be funny to me like so it's not it's it's probably not very fun like i so i listen to this it i listen to this podcast and it's done by the harvard school of divinity or yale school one of the two and they were like zoom crashers are actually something we're going to need to prosecute soon because um this level of harassment is not funny and i was like that's true. Like, I get it. Like, if they're doing, like, some racist <laughs> shit, like, that's not good. It's not funny at all. But if you're doing, like, something, like, like if you're, if you're going doing to, like, a bit, then a you should. Business, like, if you could hack into the Zoom church business meeting, like, let's say the local Catholic church is having a business meeting. They're like, uh, well, well, we got to raise this much money. We got to do a cake file. auction. Oh, couldn't keep his hands off all those kids. We, we want to. We love him. We want to build a cabana. We want to build a outdoor gazebo so the children can have a place to do worship on the afternoon. You could hack into that and you could play pornography so everyone had to see it or something. That would be funny to me. That's a great bit. Also, another good bit. As long as there's um, no children. Yeah, that's fine. The Mormons in Salt Lake City the lovely mormons i'm six hours away from i go visit them right now the big tabernacle let's say they're doing a zoom meeting to figure out how they're going to cover the finances and make sure the dead bodies don't get dug up by the city that they're going to build over in the corner because they you know have all those bodies buried over there so they're doing that and then they play all those mormon porn spoofs they they hawk they hack in and they and they play those mormon porn spoofs and they're like what is this sacrilege they freak out you know that would be funny that would that's funny that's a, that's a good bit. Yeah, I think I think if it's I funny that, to show. I would do it every single time they had a meeting. I would find out their meetings. I would do it, and I would find I would I would do a supercut of all those Mormon porn spoofs, and I would have it to all the best Mormon points. porn spoofs. Yeah, you didn't know that was a thing. Mormon porn spoof is like a huge deal. They like Mormons make the spoofs, or no, 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 no. It's like it's like there's a specific branch of pornography specifically for ex Mormon or Mormons. I don't know if they're ex or current Mormons, but it's like uh, it'll be like titles like um, like brother Joseph takes off his special underwear for sister Joseph. <laughs> oh, I see. In the tabernacle. And you're like, oh, ew, gross. That's weird. I don't know about all this special underwear. It's like kind of weird. But what about like, porn? Are they making jump humping porn yet? Or like soaking porn? Soaking porn? I don't know. If yeah, have you heard so about I'm this Mormon sure, you know, shit? Like rule. 
Yeah, the more the that yeah, the thing where you have to soak, but if you have someone bounce the bed for you, then it's not Yeah, sand. that's jump humping. That shit is crazy. I mean, what but here's the, the thing is like it's nasty. you got to do it to make I don't okay. get like the loophole part of it. Like one, I don't get why it's exclusively or like why in particular it's it's Mormons. And, and two, it's like it's not even a loophole. You're just you're just worsely fucking. No, because soaking <laughs> isn't a sin. Like by the letter of the Book of Mormon or I like some holy text? Soaking isn't a sin. Me oh, let me ask Megan. Is soaking a sin according to the Mormons? I wish I had a panel. Okay, so Mormon elder might have like a more hardline rule that it would be a sin, but Mormon teenager might have read the rules and been like, eh, I mean, I can see it. You know, I can, I think we can play this. You yeah, know, like I mean? Christian teenagers are like, oh, yeah, well, like, if we, teenagers who are like, yeah, if we can, if we confess immediately after, we can have fuck. I knew some Catholic people who thought anal wasn't a sin. They were like, oh, it's actually, yeah, fine. a lot of Christians or, or oral. Yeah, that whole thing. I had to go through a whole, like, uh, uh, what should we, like, an unlearning of the fact that I was like, oh, well, yeah. actually, I'm a virgin because anal doesn't count. And it's like, oh, no, that's not true. Fuck. <laughs> All that work I did for nothing. All that work to stay pure. When did you first get anal? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you no, lose your like, virginity like, at a young age like, due to anal i was like the way actually to do this um is uh is if i just get pegged then it's not a sin right so if it's just like, if it's pegging it's not a sin yeah because it's not because it's not gay <laughs> it's not gay. and it's not it's not well it is technically sodomy so you do kind of run some gray area there but also, well, no. If it, if it's pegged, it's not a real. It's not a real dick. It's a. It's probably like a dildo matter. or a strap-on. Still, it, it would. Pegging is. I'm so not sodomy can be a foreign object. It's just, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a part of the body. No, I think you're right. Is sodomy or not? I'm not gonna. We're not. I think gonna, I'm nitpicking. You're right. Pegging. So Rain thinks pegging is not. Megan is. Why do you think pegging is not sodomy? Because it's because it's a foreign object and not part of the body. Because it's a foreign object, but I think by the letter of the law, sodomizing someone can still be it, it can be object. done with a yeah and and uh, yeah I'm backing off I I concede okay, this yeah, this element of off. the debate. Megan shaking her head and uh, <laughs> congratulating herself that she was right on this one because yes indeed um, just so all the listeners know just in case they wanted to know. Buyer shirts has decided sodomy <laughs> still is sodomy. The, the pegging is sodomy. That's that's pegging what we decided, sodomy. right? Sorry, Christian teenagers, you didn't get out of that one. I always, I always hoped that um, Peggy from King of the Hill, um, that that was a nickname because she pegs Hank. Oh, uh, Megan did bring up a good point. The term sodomy sodomizing sodomy all that kind of it's stuff. it's from the bible apparently homophobic because it is um having to do with uh the hatred of uh of gay people yeah it's also so yes it also implies that gay people will uh turn into salt 
Yeah, gay people will turn into salt because of Sodom, because of uh, all the Sodom and That's Gomorrah. why they act so salty. It's because... <laughs> I don't know. But that was a great one. That's not a stretch at all. That, uh, that yeah, okay. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. I'm, maybe great I'm, one. Maybe I'm running Good out one. of steam. You're doing great. I'm, I think this podcast went really well. I uh, yeah, I think it, it went. Well. I think yeah, it was. I think it's going this great. was a good one. Yeah, I think I had a lot of hot takes. I think about Will Smith. Yeah, um, I think we had some some good banter going on. Will Smith we talked about self driving cars. We talked about Isaac Asimov sucks. We talked about Colin Powell. We talked about libraries. We, we talked, talked about, about Squard Knock. Squard Knock. Uh, you said something about School of Hard Knocks, and it sounded like oh, Squard, yeah, Squard Knocks. Hard Knocks. School of Hard Knocks. Um talked about unions and pensions and 401ks yeah so anyway that was by our really ran the gamut oh and we talked about 100 gex and we talked about 100 gex yeah um glad you listened glad you tuned in yeah it's Um, uh it it, it was a it was a treat to do it and i hope it's a treat for you to to hear it um and maybe maybe this will be the first episode with uh intro music and if it's not then it isn't and you already knew that so yeah i mean we have intro music or not it doesn't matter you know fuck you i don't care yeah i don't care either bye bye all right we don't have to stop are you did you in